This is The Decade's Best with Nick Menezes. Live chat on highlights of the past decade. From the best songs, shows, movies, and more. Live from CMRU.ca. And to your host, Nick Menezes. Good afternoon, MRU, and welcome to The Decade's Best. My name is Nick Menezes, and for today's episode, we'll be discussing the best artists and singers of the decade. Today, we have our first guest, Abdi West, who will be talking about his favorite singers of the decade. Hello, Abdi. Hi, Nick. How are you? Thanks for having me. No problem. So tell me, what did you think of the whole decade in terms of music? It was very... Um it was a very interesting decade. It started off like very, very well, and the first, um, the first number one song was actually "TikTok" by Kesha. Oh, really? Yeah, it was like the number one, uh, the number one song of the 2010s. I did not know that. It was it was really cool. Like now, obviously now we have, and if you compare it to this decade, the number one song of the decade is uh, I think. I think it's called Box by Roddy Rich. So we've slightly become more hip hop focused, mm-hmm. and we're in the 2010s, like th- like the beginning of the whole, like 2010, 11, 12, 13, 14, and 15. It was majority uh, pop music, and then 2016, 17, 18, 19, we saw the rise of hip hop, and with artists like Migos and all these, like even like the the pop music influence was just majority like hip-hop influenced, you know? Yeah, I noticed that most of the songs nowadays are usually hip-hop influenced. Like hip-hop is the most popular and most well-played genre of our decade. Yes. And now let's get a bit more personal. What do you think was the best artist of the decade? Oh my God, this is going to be... It's very hard for me to choose one specific (laughs) one, but if I have to choose one, I actually even did like a special on them. It's on cmari.ca on Spotify. Uh Uh-huh. It's uh, Nicki Minaj. Ah, Nicki Minaj. I still got to play her on my next show. I Decade know. Play. And I, I was actually like looking forward to like your episode, obviously, like with exams and everything, like the week just got short and I'm still looking forward to like the like the episode. But yeah, like I think for me, I discovered her in 2011. So still fairly, you know, like the beginning of the decade. Uh-huh. And uh, I, I think the first two songs I, I, I like I heard of her were Fly with Rihanna and then Moment for Life featuring Drake. And it was on MTV at the time. So I discovered her then and then I just like instantly became a fan. I mean, I, I obviously have like other people that I'm really like I'm a big fan of, like um, Kanye West and oh, also um, Kevin Parker uh, from Tame Impala. It's more like alternative, like psych pop. So, um, yes, but then to me, if I was to narrow down to one person, it would be Nicki Minaj. Well, that's a really interesting choice. Mm-hmm. I don't hear much of her songs too often, yeah. but one that I have recently been hearing is one called uh, An- Anaconda. Oh, yes, in 2000, like that came out in 2014. It was a big, um, it was a big song in 2014. And uh, the video was very controversial as well. Do you like the song? Oh, yeah, I did. I didn't get a chance to see the music video. Oh, trust me, you're in for a treat. <laughs> it's going to be very interesting. <laughs> but yeah, it's a good, like, it's a very good song. And like the sample is like a Sir Mix-a-Lot sample. It's uh, like uh, the I like big butts and I don't lie. Oof. And I cannot lie. So it's a very, um, it was done very well. It's so catchy. It's very funny. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. So I like it. 
It's a good song. I'm actually glad you like that song. Yeah. You see, when I was planning to put Nicki Minaj, I was a bit shaken because mm-hmm. it can her songs usually contain lots of swearing mm-hmm. and that proved to be a disadvantage because my show tended to play during watershed hour. So mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. She's very provocative and she really has a lot of racy lyrics. Like they're very not PG in the slightest. So I mean but she does have a lot of like pop songs, like you know, like Super Bass and The Night Is Still Young and Va Va Voom and Starships and like Pound the Alarm and all these different songs that are very like commercial pop songs that you can play on the radio. But her more other stuff is very like like Anaconda played on the radio. I don't know what the clean version sound like, but no. like it's very <laughs> it'd be very interesting to like hear what that sounds like. Of course. Yeah, I think a lot of female singers to talk about. That defi- I think the decade was mostly about the female singers, like from Beyonce, mm-hmm. Katy Perry. Katy Perry is one we definitely need to talk to. Because what do you think of Katy Perry? I-, I love Katy Perry. I think to me, she of the 2010s, she is the pop queen. She is the pop queen. And I know people compare her to Taylor Swift a lot of the times, they but do. genuinely... I think Katy Perry has better songs than Taylor Swift. Really? Oh, yes. really? Yes, I really think she has like better songs than, than than Taylor Swift because Katy Perry, like, you like know every song: California Girls, Teenage Dream, E.T., Roar. Um, uh, what did I say? Roar. Roar. Dark Horse. She has all these like big songs, and at the beginning of the decade, she definitely ruled. And then um, right now, like 2019, um, she started releasing a couple of singles. I liked the first one, which was, I think, uh, Never Really Over. And then the following two singles that she released, Small Talk and I think Harley's in Hawaii, I'm not very fond of. But I really did like her big, like her, from Katy Perry from 2011 all the way to 2016. Pristine. I loved her. And but honestly, like a few songs is not gonna ruin her reputation and her career. Of course she, not. Like she she's still like for me a solidified like pop queen. Like she really ran pop. She definitely is. Mm-hmm. Out of all the songs that she played, which is your favorite? My f- oh, that's another hard question. <laughs> oh. I can't really Sorry. choose like one Katy Perry song that I really like the most. Um I'm gonna have to say California Girls. Ah. It's a good song. I like it. Very good choice. I was fighting between California Girls and uh, Last Friday Night because I yes. like Last Friday Night too. I'll choose Last Friday Night now. <laughs> now that I'm thinking about it, Last Friday Night is like even like. Have you seen the music video? I did not. No. You have watched the music video. It's so fun. Like it's interesting. You know what I mean? And Katy Perry, like a good thing she does is she really knows how to do really good music videos. She sure does. She really does. Her music videos are like very entertaining to watch. Like they're not boring in the slightest. They are. Like perhaps my favorite Katy Perry song, mm-hmm. m- song and music video as well has to be Roar. Like, <gasps> oh, you see, yes. Like, Roar is really good. A jungle background filled with wild animals. Like it really fits the the lyrics, the tone of her song. I know. Like, very energetic. Feels you in high spirits. I know, like that song made me want to get the Nokia phone, like the like the yellow Nokia they have with the big camera <laughs> in the background, yeah. and like in in the back of the phone. I remember watching that music video. It, it's really it's beautiful, like and it's very. And then the, the that's the one that has a scene where she 
uh, like she roars at the tiger and then like the tiger becomes tame. That's right. Yeah. It's a, it is a really beautiful music video and a good song. I, I like it. And I also love, aside from the the lyrics and the music, the the message. Despite the fact that you are at your lowest point, to never give up, to always remain strong, both in the mind and the body, yeah. but mostly in the mind too. One hundred percent. Like yeah. it's like a it's a power anthem. You know, it's just a, it's just to it's one of those songs where you listen to when you feel down and stuff like that, and it kind of it picks you up. You know, that's right. I didn't know like the lyrics meant that much, but. Like, which is one thing I really appreciate about you and like um, when I listen to your show mm-hmm. is that the way you analyze the songs and like the actual like meaning of the lyrics, it's really, it's really, really, because you give like a different perspective of the song, you know, that I didn't know about. Obviously, like I kind of know like the overall general like, like meaning of the song, uh-huh. but it is an uplifting song. It sure is. I also, I would listen to this song usually when I'm working out, like going to Good Life Fitness mm-hmm. and just running. Mm-hmm. It, it is like one of, yeah, it's a good workout song. It really is. It sure is. It gets ah. you going in the treadmill, you know? You're like, exactly. no, I'm not going to give up. I'm going to keep going at it. That's right. So it, yeah. it is a really, really, like, um, it's a good, like, gym song. I agree with you on that. Sure. And now, speaking of Katy Perry, how about the other queen? the queen be herself Beyonce oh I love Beyonce I am the biggest Beyonce fan I love Nicki Minaj but I also love Beyonce and I love Rihanna as well I think are we gonna talk about Rihanna uh, sooner or later we have to. okay yeah I'm waiting for that um, I love Beyonce Beyonce is just like she's the greatest performer of our generation 100% um She's very, like, artistically. And I feel like I gave her a lot of, like, artistic, like, because I knew the hits. I knew Single Ladies. I knew all the big, big songs. But her 2016 album, Lemonade, that album was, it changed my perspective on who Beyonce really was. Because she gave us, like, a side that we've never seen before. It was so artistic. The whole album was very cohesive. She told a story. I watched the HBO film they released. It was just magnificent. Uh, and that, what that HBO film? Uh, it was like an HBO film on the... the so it's, it's pretty much like a one giant music video of the album. Ooh. So it, it's kind of like, once again, like it was a very well thought out concept where she really was like... Because uh, the album, she, she kind of talks about like Jay-Z cheated on her and... Ooh. So yeah. he kind of, so she, she, she kind of is talking about like the seven stages of grieving and stuff uh, like that yeah. and, and getting over heartbreak. That's something else I noticed while I was covering Beyonce in my show, Decade Play. Like her songs, usually she's also speaking about herself, about personal experiences that she's had. So you are right. Her songs absolutely. do tell a story. Yes, absolutely. Like her songs tell you a story and it like, it makes like it makes it more interesting to listen to when you know there's a story behind this, right? Rather than like, oh, these two words rhyme, let's put it in a song and make it a lyric. It's like a well thought out process. So I love Beyonce, she's a great performer. I liked her 2016 like album, like that pretty much, I think for me, solidified her as a true artist and one of the biggest artists of our generation. And I don't know, how, did you watch the, the Netflix film on her, the Coachella one? Oh no, I did not. I think you should give it a watch. Sure. I think it will, it will make you respect her even more. 
as a performer because I know you appreciate her as an artist, but as a performer, you will like it will it will elevate your experience of her and her music and everything because she's just once again it's like well thought out because mm-hmm. one critique that we like that I have of like this past decade is that as the years progressed, we kind of like we started to reward laziness, right? Like not, not a lot of people really put a lot of effort in what they do. But mm-hmm. if you watch that documentary of Beyonce on Netflix, you see the work and like the work ethic and the amount of time, like the amount of work she put in, like she had just like given birth to twins and she had to like prepare for a show. It's just like, it's inspiring to watch. I think you should really watch it. And I shall. Yeah. She apparently has a lot of high spirits when doing her work. And speaking of spirit, what about her newest song, Spirit? Oh, uh, the, the, um, the Lion King one. That's right. It's really good. I liked it. It's, um, I'm not familiar with the entire album, but I do like that song. And it was nominated for a Golden Globe, and I thought it was going to win, but it didn't win. Uh, oh, well. The Elton John uh, song one for the movie Rocket Man one. But um, yeah, but it is a great song. It's like if I watched the movie. Did you watch the movie? I did not watch the movie, unfortunately. I mean, it's not as good as the original Lion King, but um, it was beautiful to watch. And the song is really, really good. True. And even interestingly enough that her song Spirit, it was an original song, which means it was not not played in the original Lion King. Yes. Because her and uh, Pharrell produced the album uh, soundtrack. So both of them uh, made, like, all the songs were just original. So it was kind of almost like her a studio album for her. And I'd like to talk now about my favorite singer of the decade. Who is it? Have you ever heard of Ed Sheeran? Oh, Ed Sheeran. Yeah, I know Ed Sheeran. <laughs> Who doesn't know Ed Sheeran? <laughs> so true. Mm-hmm. Like... I, all his, all of the majority of his songs tend to be so like very romantic, like mm-hmm. full of heart. Mm-hmm. And like Beyonce, they also tell a story. Out of all the songs that he wrote, I think my favorite, not just my favorite Ed Sheeran song, but also my favorite song like of all time. Of the, this past decade or like forever or like for until, or just this past decade or just of all time, all time? Both. Oh, wow. What song is it? <laughs> I believe you're familiar with the song Perfect. Oh, yes. I know that song. Because yeah. Beyonce also did a remix to that song. Yeah, she did. Yeah. So, so do you like the original better or do you like the one with Beyonce? Uh, the original. Okay. But, but Beyonce is still good too. That makes sense. Yeah. yeah. I love this song because also it spe- speaks on a personal note to me because I heard the song before, but also what made it really meaningful to me is that when I was in high school, I uh, I met this girl, <laughs> and on the night of her graduation dance, right when I asked her to dance this this song, perfect, it it played during the dance. Oh wow! And ever since, I gave this song meaning to me because it reminds me of my relationship with that girl. Yeah, I mean. That that song is a very uh, romantic song, sure and uh, and the fact that it played at that right moment, it's very. Yes. Of course, it would mean so much to you. You know, it's a very, it's like one of those things where like the stars just aligned and everything just was perfect. You know, it like sure the song did. is. Yeah. So the moment was perfect for the song. It sure did, and it's uh, a really beautiful story. It seems like the the best song to play during 
a romantic event like a dance or a wedding. It's a yes. popular wedding choice too. Mm-hmm. A lot of people like play it on their wedding. So it's a very, uh, it's a good wedding song. It's a good really like it reminds me like it, it reminds you of like someone you love. You know what I mean? It does. So automatically like you just associate that song with romance and someone you love and someone you care about. So it is a, like a very perfect song to play in those kind of instances. Yeah. Sure is. Another thing, <clears throat> what I admire about Ed Sheeran and his songs is that, you know, they're very like, how can I put this? Like, uh, they tell a very definitive story and they don't rely on, and his music videos don't rely on swearing or sex or nudity or to all sell, types yeah. of drugs. Mm-hmm. It's, it's like, um, he, He's a singer-songwriter, right? So, like, his songs mean something, and he doesn't really need to add a lot of extra stuff to it for it to be good or for it to sell. Because yeah. he is, like, regard, like you said, he doesn't need all that stuff, and he's very popular. He's, like, the most listened-to artist in Spotify for, like, a year now almost. People like his music, so he doesn't need that to, like, make him more popular. He is, like, people genuinely like him for who he is. Like you, right? Exactly. Yeah. It's all about the shape of him. <laughs> the song shape on you. <laughs> yeah. The shape of you. Sure. That's actually a movie, right? The shape of you. Oh no, the shape of water. The shape of water. Okay, what the hell am I talking about? <laughs> That's a movie. The shape of water. Okay, and then the song is shape of you. That's right. Got it. I got <laughs> confused because they they came out around the same time too, right? Shape S- of water. Same shape year, of you. Actually, twenty seventeen. You see, like it's very confusing, but separate things. Shape of Water movie, Shape of You, Ed Sheeran, and they're both. Uh, they both tell romantic stories, except one of them is not between a human. Oh, it's like the that little alien creature thing, right? That's right. Did you watch yeah. the movie? I did. Yeah, I never did watch the movie. Is it a like? Would you recommend it? I do. Yeah, best picture winner and all on the Oscars. Yeah, right. Yeah, I'll give it a watch. I'll you put it on my list. I'll totally give it a watch. I do believe it's on Netflix. Is it? It is. Yeah. Okay, that's good then. Like then I really don't have to rent it. That's pretty good. Okay, I'll add it to my list. The Shape of Water. Sure, no. Interesting. Enough movie talk. This is about music. Oh, that's news. true. Yeah, let's not get into that. <laughs> so let's talk about uh, what you wanted to talk about. Rihanna. Oof. Rihanna. 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 Once again, like one of those people who defined the decade. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. She was very. Um, her songs are really, really good. I liked your synopsis of Umbrella. When you had like mm-hmm. play her like when you play, I never knew that. Like the, once again, I never knew like the song meant that. But my frustration with Rihanna though is uh-huh. she, my frustration with her is that she hasn't released any music in the past four years mm-hmm. since 2016, uh, uh, like her last album. She, and uh, people have been waiting for a Rihanna album, and she promised. She said, "Oh, it's gonna release at the end of 2019," but then it never did. So we're still here waiting for Rihanna and like we desperately need the new music because it's been a while since we've heard from her, you know, since like 2016 is a long time ago. And we really need to, you know, we need some new music because I mean, it makes sense. Why? Because after 2016 and she released her album Anti, she ventured into so many different things. She has her makeup line. She has a fashion brand like she's a businesswoman and she's just about to be a billionaire. Oh, yeah. So she has made like so much money in those times and she's like put her focus on her business and her brand. 
and she kind of like neglected music almost, which mm. is understandable. I mean, if she feels a drive again to go make music, she will make music, which there's rumors that she's going to make um, she's going to make like a reggae album. So, so, you know, like Man Down, right? The, her uh, song? Yeah, I think I heard of it. Yeah. Yeah. So she's going to make something like that. So she's going to go back to her Barbados fruits and make mm. a, a reggae dance hall album, uh-huh. and uh, which is going to be released. No one knows because she just keeps teasing people and people are like, we need the album. We need the album. We need the album. And it's getting a bit like, but honestly, apart from that, great artist. I love her music. I don't think she makes a bad song. I love her. She's amazing. I love Rihanna. Yeah, me too. My favorite song that about her is the Stay With Me. Stay With Me, yes. You like the slow ballads, don't you? You like the slow romantic songs. I do, yeah. Stay is a great song. Sure is. It's a really great song. And the guy who's featured is it Mickey Echo, whatever his name is? Yeah, Mickey Echo. Beautiful. The music video is amazing. It's so simple. It's just her in a bath. It's just... It's a tearjerker. It's a beautiful song. Like the way they sing it, the way their voices gel together, it moves you. It does. It's a beautiful song. It does. Beautiful and heartbreaking at the same time, too. But it's not not just Rihanna. Mm -hmm. Let's also talk about her duet with Drake. Oh, you do like Drake? I hear some of his songs here and there. He's Mm -hmm. not my favorite, one of my favorite, but he's, I still like him. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, with me, Drake is, I like his old stuff. Once again, Drake, another artist who defined the decade, you know? I know. He, I like his, I like some of his songs, you know what I mean? I like Take Care, his album, I think that was released in 2011 or 12, I'm not really sure. Uh, that song he had with Rihanna was pretty good. Like, it was. They do do it, each other, like Take Care is pretty good, Work, and they had, um, on Drake's 2016 album, they had a song together. I forgot what it was called. But yeah, um, Drake's good, you know? Yeah. Canadian treasure. Sure is. We have to treasure him. He's uh, He represents us in uh, the world True. when it comes to music, you know? And uh, yeah, I mean, I like some of his songs. My favorite song by him, I don't even know I would have one because I like a lot of them. I like, um, not all, not a lot, I should say. From his album twenty in twenty seventeen, More Life, I liked like four songs from that. Once again, Take Care was really good. His old stuff was really good. I'm not fond of his new stuff. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't like uh, his latest album, Scorpion. I didn't like it, but uh, the album before that I liked. So, you know, it's here and there. A tough act to follow, huh? Very tough act to follow. Like, especially like, and that's a challenge with these people. It's like they make really good good albums that we resonate with and we really love. And then when they release new stuff, it's like, no, it's not as good as the last one. And it's yeah. kind of like a, you know, it's it's a lot of pressure on them. Like Rihanna, this album has to be better than everything she's ever released. Because yeah. the pressure and, you know, there's so much, like, expectations. That's true, yeah. Considering from two artists who defined our decade. Mm-hmm. Like, the bar has to be raised. Keep you, you, They just have to keep raising the bar every year. You said it. Yeah. And what do you think of Drake's song, uh, Childish Gambino? I like Childish Gambino. <laughs> He's really good. I liked um, Awaken My Love, the album. It was really, really good. My favorite song probably would be Redbone. That was like a, like a, I think that was kind of one of the main singles of the song. Um, and then he did, he, he did like a, like a little EP, right? 
that had I think This Is America, and oh, it had yeah, the, yeah. Uh, and it had like Summertime. I forgot what that song was called. Cause um, did you watch the movie he did with Rihanna? Which one? It's called The Guava Island. No, I it was an not. Amazon exclusive. So it was only exclusive on Amazon. <laughs> Prime? So if you had, huh? Prime? Amazon Prime, yes. <laughs> so it was only exclusive on, on Amazon Prime. So you, if you had Amazon Prime, you watched the film for free, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I like Childish Gambino. I really do. I'm not, like, very familiar with his entire, like, discography and his entire work. But I did listen to Awaken My Love, and I, it, it was a really, really good album. And he's a man of many talents. You know, he's a writer, he's a producer uh, of the show, like um, on FX, Atlanta. He's he's a guy of many talents. He wears so many different hats. Like he's multi-talented. Wow. Which is like, you know, writes shows, produces shows, directs shows, writes music, like makes music. Excuse me. Yeah, he's, I like him. He's really good. Yeah, I heard he won too many awards as well. Oh, like... He won uh, how many Grammys uh, for This Is America? Like last last year, he won. I think This Is America won like three Grammys. Yeah, I think so. Three. Yeah, it won three Grammys for one song. Like that's big. Yeah, that's three like big stuff. Three, and all those three he won were the ones he was nominated for as well. Yeah. Yes. So he he like cleaned. He cleaned it all. He had nominated Great. for three like um three Grammys, won three Grammys. Good for him. Sure did. He's really good. Yeah. But songs are not just also from the mind. They can also be from movies. And probably the best song from a movie I've heard in a while would be Shallow. You know, Shallow by Bradley Cooper and Lady Gaga. And Lady Gaga. Gaga. Oh, did you like the movie? Loved it. You loved it? I haven't watched it yet. But you have heard the song. I've heard the song, obviously. Like uh, The song was number one. It was super, super big. I've heard the song. Mark Ronson, I think, had something to do with that song. He write it, or maybe he produced it. I'm not really sure what he did, but he had something to do with the song. Love Mark Ronson, another artist of the decade for me. Love him. He's amazing. And, uh, yeah, it's a good song. Yeah. What really amazed me was, uh, and shocked me, would be Bradley Cooper, because he's, he's a really great actor. And I, I know. I never knew that he was a good singer, and he had no experience with music until this song. And the movie as well. It's just, wow. I forget about that sometimes. Like, he, this guy is actually, like, not a singer. Like, he, he's not, like, a musician. He is an actor. And, the, and he sounded good. He really did. And it was very unexpected, and like you said, very shocking. <laughs> so true. And of course, we can't all give the credit to Cooper, also Lady Gaga. She delivered it perfectly. Gaga is like a true artist in every form, from her music videos to her fashion to her songs. She is just and a true artist. Like, I love her. She's amazing. Once again, another major player who <laughs> defined pop music in the 2010s, you know, with, like, songs like... Uh, our pop was pretty good. Uh, our, our pop was very, like, underrated. But uh, I keep thinking that um, Born This Way was released in 2010s, right? Born This Way and um, Judas. I like Judas. And uh, I liked Applause as well. Uh, I can't choose one song that I like by her. I like, the, uh, every song. I, I like so many different songs. On the Edge? How about that one? 
The Edge of Glory, like, I'm on the edge. That's a good song. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's a good song. That was in 2010s too, right? And that was not 2009. That was 2010. Yes. I, like, so um, Bad Romance was 2009. Yes. Bad Romance was not released in 2010. Yeah, true. Recorded in 2009, released in 2010. So, yes. yeah, it qualifies. <laughs> I think it qualifies, yeah. <laughs> it can still, like, slightly, you know, be part of the 2010s. But, yeah, Gaga, amazing. Love her. Can't wait for her new album. Apparently, like, a new song from her mm. album leaked. Oh, really? When's it coming out? Uh, I, I don't know when the album's coming out, but then, like, her, like on one of the singles that she was supposed to release just got leaked online like someone leaked it oh, wow so uh, and it sounds good so um i know blood pop is uh the producer is released uh, is is pretty much like producing the album so um i think i think she's gonna go back to her old like edm dance track like you know typical gaga right because um, she did take like a little deer out in uh with joanne in 2016 where she made she, where she went for this like folk country alternative like vibes and the people this was very different from from what she did before so yeah she is also releasing an album in 2020 so wonderful we're, we're looking forward to gaga we're looking forward to rihanna sure we are and about gaga you're about her fashion because <clears throat> before until a star is born came out i i knew who lady gaga was but i never saw her face because oh. she no, because well, she t- she tends to put on a lot of makeup and dresses, and it's really hard to remember. Yeah, how she is. So she, oh yeah, like she does express herself through clothing a lot she of the times. She sure does. Like she really does a great <laughs> like great job at that, and um, so yeah, like she was like um she always pretty much almost put like a character, like you you almost thought like Lady Gaga was a character, but then I know like. Joanne, she stripped down, which I think also inspired her doing A Star is Born, right? Yeah. She was very stripped down and very, like, you could see her. You were like, oh, you are a human being and not this, like, character who wears, like, 20-inch heels and, like, this these, like, ridiculous costumes. Beautiful, That's but true. very ridiculous, right? That's true. So it's very interesting, yeah. Like she, she really did, like, a, a full switch and... I think she's going to go back to doing the crazy stuff a little bit, but it's going to be a bit toned down. It's not going to be as prominent as it was in the beginning of her career, where it was like meat dresses and coming in an egg and have a human horse at the Grammys. Oh, yeah. I know. <laughs> what did you think of the last year's Grammys? The Grammys and me fight a lot of the times, Ooh. you know? <laughs> um, I think last year was the year that Casey Musgraves won, right? Casey Musgraves won a lot. Uh-huh. I yeah. liked Casey Musgraves. I like Casey Musgraves. I was very upset the year before. So last year's Grammys was not as bad. The year before that, though, however, in 2018, uh-huh. when Bruno Mars won like seven Grammys, Ooh. I was very upset by that because oh. there were other great artists who, like, he could have gotten two, fine, but seven, when there was Kendrick Lamar. There was like Lord, there was Cesar, there was all these different people who you could have given an award to, but then you just chose to give it to Bruno Mars. Like that was a bit upsetting. You know, I was very, I was very gutted by that. It was not like a good, and because like, and I think like no female won any award that, that, that night. Oh, so lack of diversity. Lack of diversity as well. Oh my. It's like, why give one person seven Grammys when there's other great musicians who are sitting there and you invited them it was a bit like it was hard to watch. I did not like it, 
But last year was much better. We have Casey Musgraves, who was like a female country artist. She's really good. Um, she, uh, you, you should totally like listen to her. She's really good. I think you would like her. And, and uh, what do you think of uh, Bruno Mars? Do you, do you like him despite his your thoughts on the Grammys during that year? Um, Bruno Mars. I like a lot of the songs. You know what I mean? Like Unorthodox Jukebox, which was his album before 24 Karat Magic. Um, I liked a lot of songs from that. Locked Out of Heaven, Treasure. Like I like those songs. Uh just the way you are, you know, great songs. His uh, his big songs. Just the way you are, like the because you're amazing. Yeah. Just the way you are. <laughs> yes, that song. So he has a lot of good songs, but obviously, his last album not the greatest. And the oh. fact that that was his most like awarded album oh. was a bit mind-boggling to me. The fact that that album won seven Grammys, ridiculous. Well, it was Critics' Choice, wasn't it? It was, but also, like, you know, it wasn't that good. I, for me, his previous album was much better than the one he released recently. Mm-hmm. So, uh, an orthodox jukebox, like jukebox, and that was the album that w- which he actually performed at the Super Bowl with. So, Oh, really? So he did a... And his performance was really good. I liked his performance at the mm-hmm. Super Bowl. Speaking of, like, w- let me just do a, a little deroute. Are you excited for these years, uh, for, for this year's performers? Oh, yeah, definitely. Uh, J-Lo and Shakira? Definitely. Are you excited? It's going to be next yeah. Sunday. But one thing I am quite a bit disappointed with yeah. is that I heard a few weeks ago that Ed Sheeran is going to be taking a break from music for a while. So oh, yes. What? Were you gutted by that? Yes. It was until, a bit, it was very sad. Yeah, my favorite, favorite artist. artist. That's right. That's how I would feel if Nikki, like when Nikki's on a hiatus right now for like, well, she's been gone for like five mm-hmm. months, you know, no song, nothing released, you know, a bit sad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, that, that's yeah. always very tough because you just want them to keep releasing music. Yeah. But sometimes they need a break too, you know? They sure do. Like they just can't keep releasing things and releasing things. They mm-hmm. need to go and like, you know, recharge their brain hmm. and come back and release something better, right? Yeah. yeah. And it's not just Ed Sheeran, but also my favorite female artist who I haven't heard from for a long time, Adele. <gasps> I love Adele. She is. I love Adele. And since you like slow ballads and stuff like that, Adele mm-hmm. is like, I understand why Adele is your female, like f- your favorite female artist. Mm-hmm. Adele is g- great. Her last yes. album, 25, Fantastic. Yes. Very beautiful. Mm-hmm. What was your favorite song from that album? Did you like Hello or did you, what did you like? Hello. Hello is your favorite song. It was just, she's really mm-hmm. good. Adele is really, really like, she's amazing at what she does. Yes. Great singer, great performer, very nice person. Like she, she's genuinely a likable. If you would see her interviews and her interaction with other people, she's a genuinely likable person. Like she's so nice. Not a diva. That's true. She's I amazing. Noticed. I love her. Adele's the best. Yeah. <coughs> uh, and out of all the songs that she wrote, my favorite will have to be Skyfall. <gasps> That's for the James Bond movie, right? That's right. That, to me, is the best song for a movie this past decade. It sure I is. I like Shallow, but no. Skyfall is just like, it moves you. I think that song won an Oscar, right? It did. Best yes. original song. It's it's beautiful. The song is like, 
remarkable. I didn't watch the movie because I've actually never watched a, a single James Bond movie in what? my life. What? I've never. <laughs> I'll probably get it. Like, I'll probably try and watch them, but I've never watched a single James Bond movie in my life. But that song, I remember that song. Anybody who hasn't even watched the movie remembers that song. It's very dramatic and poetic as well. Dramatic, like songs that move you. You listen to the song and you're like, I feel like I'm in this movie. It sure is. Right? Yes. And and only Adele can do that. You know what I mean? There's only a few people who can like make a song that grand. You know, like Adele has that grand, like, you know, presence that she just really, she just captures you with just like, she just opens her mouth and just belts one vocal. Mm -hmm. And you're like, I want to listen to the rest of this. Very vivid description. Yes. And that my mom, she's a big fan of Adele. Mm -hmm. And something that she told me is that what made her different from other singers is that the way she like sings is very natural. Like she doesn't force her voice too much. Yes. It's more more like she's speaking, let's say, mm-hmm. as if singing is her natural voice. It's very digestible. Like, there's not a lot of, you know, like, extra stuff in there. It's just, I remember when she had vocal surgery and she was gone for a while. Mm-hmm. And I also really appreciate, I know, like, you're very saddened by the fact that she will release an album, disappear for four years, come back, release another one disappear for four years again Uh, and she doesn't do features or anything in between uh, albums I think that keeps her original because when you keep releasing stuff every single year Uh you you end up like becoming like Drake fatigued you get fatigued and also you a lot of your songs start to sound the same and you lose your audience right Uh, but then the minute you take a break and then you come back, you recharge, you refresh, you come back with a whole new concept, a whole new, like, you know, your fans are excited for this new era. Rather than releasing a song every year, then it just becomes redundant. And then you and then you slowly start to lose your audience and it just becomes like, it's not special anymore. It's like, ugh, I'm used to this. Yeah. But Adele, she makes you yearn for her music. Like, she makes you wait for it. And usually it's worth the wait. Oh, f- 100, like, never been disappointed ever. Never been disappointed. She always comes back and she delivers and she does it right. Every time. Well, until Adele's gone, I'll just find someone like her. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, yeah. That's a great pun. Sorry, I couldn't help it. No, no, no. Great pun. Love it. (laughs) And another singer I'd like to talk about would be Shawn Mendes. Shawn Mendes. Hmm. Are you a fan? Are you a big fan of Shawn Mendes? Oh yeah. yeah. You are? He's he's right there. Like I wouldn't say he's a two of the force like Adele or Ed Sheeran, oh, like yeah. favorite. But yeah, he's up there. He's very um sh- like Shawn Mendes to me, he makes like he he he's a very he's like your typical nice Canadian guy. He's really good. Um, like a really nice person, right? I've never met him, but I'm assuming he would be like a sweetheart to meet, right? Um, he's a very, I like some of his songs. Did you like his last album? I like Lost in Japan. Lost in Japan was, a, I think, like one of the songs from his last album, his self-titled album. And uh, yes, I like some of the songs. I like some of the songs. Mine would be In My Blood. In My Blood is really good, good too. 
actually in my blood look at the in, in my blood was like the main single off of the last album right so in in my blood is a good song i liked lost in japan though and also like the zed remix of uh lost in japan it's really it's very different for sean mendez one thing i really like find myself with sean mendez is that a lot of the things start to sound the same once again you see like mm. if you keep releasing music mm. every single time yeah. it's like people are like this sounds like that other song you released you know That's what i mean true. so to me, I think Sean just needs to. I, I also heard he's a great performer. I've never seen yes. him live, but uh, like I've seen like tour videos, and I've seen people who like I've talked to people who've gone to his concerts before, and they said he's a really great performer and he's very nice to his fans, which is honestly the best thing, right? But I, I feel like he just needs to take a break, and come back with a new sound and a new a new direction. You know what I mean? Because right. yeah, a lot of because like some of this stuff just starts to sound slightly the same. And this is nothing against him, you know what I mean? There's a market for that. There's people who like that. But for me, I would like for him to, you know, try something different. Because I think he's more than capable. He's very talented. He's a talented um, guitar player. That's right. So why not explore that, you know what I mean? And, like, why not? I mean, he plays the guitar in every single damn song. But, like, <laughs> why not, like, just try something new, Sean. Open your mind, if, he, if he's ever going to listen to this. Open your mind to to something new, try folk music, try indie rock, try something different, you know what I mean? Through experiment a little. Experiment a little. Kind of like this podcast, for example, because my, my last two, three shows, they usually tend to be like, you know, ranking yeah. and the prices. So I try to do something different, you know, try to experiment, try not to be too predictable with the formula. Exactly. You <laughs> see, you change. Even you do that with a podcast. So Sean, if Nick Menensens can do it, you can do it with your music. <laughs> but we still love you, though. He's still a great guy. He still makes great, like uh, good music. He's good. That's true. So, also, his song, In My Blood, mm-hmm. I re- which is my favorite song by him, by the way, I feel it, it's also his most personal song. Mm-hmm. You realize he's speaking about his issue with self, with anxiety issues as well. Like, And, again, the song, what I really love is that it's, uplifting it brings people up when you're at your lowest point that you know that no matter how bad or how hard things get always keep on fighting mm-hmm. it's a message i always carry with me even today that's pretty good yeah i, mean, I know he, he he struggles with anxiety obviously i mean it, it takes a lot of guts to go and perform in, in front of not everyone can do it you know what i mean especially if you're like very if you're a very anxious person to go and kind of like to find the drive to go and stand in front of thousands of people mm-hmm. and like perform like that takes a lot you know and so and it's a really good song for people who you know suffer from the same thing right so that they, they can listen to that and be like okay this this guy who is successful and he's an artist and he goes through this and this is normal so i, I shouldn't feel abnormal and uh if it's going to uplift you too in the process as well it's a great like it does you know it's best of both things yes and like gives awareness and also uplifts you at the same time tells you it's okay i go through it too perfect that's right that's why i connect with the song Mm -hmm. from my insecurities like my fear of failing in something Mm -hmm. and that's fine though I, I, i don't think you should like you really put a lot of effort in what you do and you really you know think things out right yes. and sometimes it's okay to like trip here and there right you can trip and fall like you, you will never be perfect no you can strive to be perfect and like we can never all like be perfect you know what i mean we That's can true. try to be it 
but like you can just just keep trying you will fall and trip once in a while but you it's just all about like picking yourself up and just kind of you know getting back in the game because just don't let it don't let it bring you down and you're doing a great job so i think you should put that into uh your head a lot of the times be like i'm doing a great job i'm putting effort i'm you know succeeding at this wise words have never been spoken before (laughs) mr west you're welcome (laughs) and looks like that's all the time we have left okay this is very nice thanks for having me thank you abdi righty and that's all the time we have left folks next week we'll be talking about the best movies that defined our decade in anticipation for the oscars until then my name is nick manessis and this has been the decade's best live from cmru.ca